0: Hello and thank you for listening to Cinephiles Digest. My name is Matt and this is episode 77. And on this week's show, we are going to be discussing the new horror film, The Lodge, from the makers of Goodnight Mommy. Goodnight Mommy, right? Not Goodbye Mommy?
1: Goodnight. Goodnight Mommy? Goodnight, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, But before we get into that freak fest, let me introduce my guests. As always, Travis, how's it going, bud? Oh, pretty good. Yep. Yep. Good to hear. And Tom.
1: You know, fun fact about seventy seven. Nineteen seventy seven is the year of the Blazers Lone Championship. Mm. They have the a cha-
0: championship in the belt, huh? They do.
1: And is
2: that the shirt you're wearing?
1: No. This is some other nineties shirt. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Bunch of players that were just like just before my time. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Uh, well,
0: first things first, before we get into anything else, uh, this is coming in from our corrections department. Uh, you may have listened to our last episode, which featured some musical <laughs> interludes, <laughs> and uh, our editor, um, was a fucking idiot, I hate that guy, uh, chose the wrong song from Interstellar. Did you hear
2: about this, Tom?
1: Uh, it sounds like <laughs> a real scandal. <laughs> uh,
0: he has since been fired, so uh, thankfully... The guilty parties have been held
2: accountable, but never um, again with
1: those college interns.
2: Yeah, I know. That's what you get. You get what you pay for, right? Damn, or don't. I, I was going to lead with that, but you just went right ahead and <laughs> did it for me. Thank you. So <laughs> I was
0: in the middle of editing and forgot which track from the Interstellar score to use. So I listened to a couple, and I was like, I think it's this one. And Travis didn't get back to me in time, so I, I pick. I went with it. Turns out I picked the wrong track.
1: So you accidentally used the best track on the album. Yes, yes, (laughs) correct.
0: (laughs) Not the cornfield one.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. The docking one. one. Yeah. They're they're similar
0: tracks, but they're it was not the one that you wanted, which was the whole point.
2: They're both good, but it just didn't represent my my pick.
0: The point was that we were each picking something, and
2: well, because of the air drive, will be mine night call will be mine and you can have the i can have interstellar the, <laughs> the interstellar scraps <laughs> all
0: right fair enough uh so anyway that's the only thing we have from the corrections department it's the only time we have ever gotten anything wrong on the show so. <laughs> um so maybe we should talk oscars first because last time we recorded was the eve of the oscars right mm, right parasite took home all of the nights well not all of the nights but all the big awards called it
1: movie of the year did anybody? Yeah, you did say that on Letterboxd. <laughs> did any of us? Uh, who won? Did we even tally those? Nope. Uh, uh, we were all. Tra- this was a bracket buster year.
0: We were all getting fucked, so I don't know who won. But I think I got the acting categories correct, except for best supporting. I picked. Uh, actually, no. I think I might have gotten both of them wrong.
2: I probably did terrible, but I always go from the heart.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> There was nothing on there was nothing at stake. We didn't uh That's also place why I, I,
2: I don't put much thought into
0: it. <laughs> I was I brought my ballot with me to your thing, Tom, and I was kind of keeping track, but then once Parasite was winning everything, I was like, Well, I suck and I didn't Next year though we anything. should we
2: should take it seriously. Have some put steaks, something on the line. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna try and nail this thing.
0: Okay. We should make it an I quit match. <laughs> Loser <or> leaves lose town. <laughs> um So what did you guys think of the ceremonies themselves? I mean...
2: Too many musical performances. Yeah, what the fuck was Eminem doing there? Yeah, that was
1: weird. You guys didn't like the music? It's
2: not that I didn't like it. It just felt like too much.
0: Pretty weak year as far as the nominated songs, Give us
2: more movie stuff. Give us some better clips, more clips, more people on stage. What
1: did bother me was um, some of the clips that they chose to use were like very big time spoiler clips (laughs) late in the movie pivotal moments i'm just like you know most people don't get a chance to see all these movies before the oscars like they're looking for what they want to go see right you know (laughs) and it's just ruined
0: did you see the parasites getting an imax release now wow yeah it's kind of cool i don't really know what that would do for the movie really it's not like a a spectacle, I would not call it, but
1: good for it. Yeah, Bong Joon Ho's a man. He was um, very charming and yes, and lovable.
0: All of his speeches were great. When he uh, gave that quote, and he was like, "That's from my hero that was Martin awesome. Scorsese or something," and he got a standing ovation from the crowd. That was
2: probably the best moment of the show. Well, besides like Parasite winning Best Picture, that was pretty awesome.
1: I got watery.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I got a little, a little wet.
2: A little hard. <laughs> uh, which,
0: what about uh Joaquin's uh, killer speech uh, for animals? It was messy.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I prefer. He's given other speeches this award season that I thought were better.
0: Yeah, he's, he. I don't know. You can tell he just fucking hates being. He there. was
2: coming from the right place, but his delivery was kind of poor. Yeah,
1: yeah. He started. A, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember the speech that well, but I do remember him starting to talk about one thing and then all of a sudden we're talking about animals and i was like what
0: it's intersectionality it's all connected <sighs> yeah
1: <laughs> he said something about cutting open a camel's hump and drinking all of its milk
0: yeah right off the tip of that thing <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> um yeah i don't know not much more to say it was i was entertained mostly just cuz we were kind of all hanging out talking shit eating some good food uh, No one who's listening is going to care, but Haley this past week made that squash pumpkin seed oh, yeah. thing that Sarah made. Delicious. Yeah,
1: dude. That's a good one. That thing crushes. Delicata squash for those listeners who have not had it because I don't even know where Sarah gets it. I always only see acorn or uh, butternut, but delicata, very good. She told mm-hmm.
0: Haley she gets it at PCC.
1: Oh, Haley God.
0: found it at Trader Joe's though. She went to three different grocery mm-hmm. stores, finally found it at Trader Joe's. You are
1: so... Jesus, so upper middle class <laughs> shopping at PCC. Anyway, delicata kills.
0: It's a uh, underrated squash for sure.
1: <laughs> Definitely in the top five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, cool. All right. Anything else you guys want? Uh, any anecdotes? Any, uh, mm. any pressing issues we need to attend to before we tackle our The Lodge review?
1: Mm. No, I don't think so. I had almost a
2: twenty dollar burger yesterday and it was worth it. Shit, where'd you go? <laughs> mean sandwich. They have a smash burger that they do only on the weekends. Added bacon and that put it right up almost to twenty bucks. They charge that much. It was like four it was a fourteen dollar burger and then like three dollars for bacon and then tax. So how do they get away with that?
0: Just cause uh, it's, it's a big the novelty of the smash burger, I guess?
2: I, I guess. I mean, we are mean in Seattle. the PCC of sandwich shops. <laughs> I
0: mean sandwich is pretty good.
2: It's pretty pricey, though, too. Like, all their sandwiches are in the like, 12 to 15 range. Yeah. So, now that I think about it, I guess 14 for guess a burger is. I don't know. It sounds really expensive, but.
0: It was worth it, though?
2: Oh, yeah. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. It's kind of a fat kid burger, but.
0: It's the best kind of burger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I. It kind of reminds me of like the. Uh, this is kind of a bad comparison, but the ultimate cheeseburger at Jack in the Box. You know, oh, how it's got like the American cheese. Yep. It's like that, but like a gourmet version. Okay, it's I can get down with
0: that. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thanks for telling us about your burger. Yes. Glad you enjoyed it. Issue. <laughs> uh issue. Tom, anything else?
1: No, I feel like there was something that was bothering me, but I can't remember it. Hmm.
0: Well, it, just let it eat away at you for this whole show. Your and
1: performance maybe last by night. night in Apex? It was disappointing. <laughs> <Just
2: kidding>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this thing. Uh, we are going to be reviewing The Lodge. We have a clip. Let's listen in.
1: We're leaving. I need my pills and. We're just gonna walk to the nearest town and call your dad, and then he's gonna come pick us up. So you have to pack your things. What are you
0: talking about? We can't leave.
1: It's not up for discussion. Look outside, Grace. That's crazy.
2: We don't even have our jackets.
0: We're not going.
1: We'll go alone.
2: You won't make it.
1: Grace. Grace. All
0: right, so The Lodge is the new film from writer and directors Severin Fiala and Veronica Franz. Plot synopsis reads A soon to be stepmom is snowed in with her fiance's two children at a remote holiday village. Just as relations begin to thaw between the trio, some strange and frightening events take place. Film stars Riley Keough, Richard Armitage, Alicia Silverstone, Jaden Martell, and Leah McHugh. So this uh, this movie premiered at a Sundance in 2019. So it's been a long time coming. Had a lot of hype coming out of that festival. Trailer has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it just kept getting pushed back or if this was the plan all along, but the lodge is finally here and. What did you guys think of it?
2: I'll start. All right, let's hear it. I uh, didn't really like it. I liked parts of it, but ultimately it was a pretty frustrating experience. Um, I liked Riley Keo's performance mainly. The kids were okay. The dad sucked. Yeah, he's not in it too much, though. It wasn't a huge factor. Uh, I really liked... Well, not like the entire time. Sometimes I feel like it was a bit too much, tried a little too hard. But the, the mood and atmosphere of it, I think, is one of its strong points. Um, but, like, the whole twist it was trying to pull off didn't really work for me. The, the twist in their previous movie didn't really work for me either, though. I thought it was pretty dumb. Um, but, yeah, this movie is just pretty dumb. Like, there's just a lot of <laughs> dumb decisions that are made, like the character choices just don't make sense a lot of the time it felt like a magic trick that i like i knew that what the trip was like before it
0: you just had to suffer through some jabroni showing you a trick that you already know yeah the the machinations (laughs) of
2: but we can start with there um there's definitely some spoiler stuff we got to get into
0: yeah we'll do we'll do a spoiler convo um but keeping it general what about you tom you guys saw it together yesterday Mm -hmm. morning
1: yeah I agree with Travis. I thought it was a maybe bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't offensively bad, you know? But um just none, none of the stuff that they tried to go for in this movie felt... Well, first of all, none of it landed for me. And then... There are parts or moments that are offensively bad. Okay, well, <laughs> we can get into those specific <laughs> moments. But, um... It didn't feel very original either.
2: Definitely not.
1: Um, And I probably wouldn't be able to rattle off the five or six movies that it is Frankenstein's out of, but I've seen them (laughs) for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Except for Hereditary. That one's definitely, uh, if this is a Frankenstein movie, then Hereditary (laughs) is the head.
0: Yeah, the dollhouse thing. Yeah. There's there's been a lot of oh. horror movies with doll houses in them. Or at least dolls, right?
2: Past couple of years. Hanging,
1: imagery. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Doll out the window in the car.
2: Yeah, that was weird in the first like five minutes. Yeah. Or
1: so. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like it. I, I loved it. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it was great. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um I agree
0: that there are definitely some logic issues, um, Mm. but I can't remember the last time I felt so tense watching a horror movie. Like, I think this movie nails atmosphere. Like it kept me guessing. Um, I was definitely questioning like, okay, well, why would they be doing this? Why is this happening in the moment and after the movie? But when I think back to how it made me feel, I was very tense the whole time um is it the most original movie no um but we can come back to it in spoilers but there was a moment in the first probably five to ten minutes that like came out of nowhere and, and shocked me there was a full-grown man sitting behind us that screamed not like a little girl but he was like ah! type of thing you know do you guys know what i'm talking about oh, yes it was it, maybe it's a little cheap, sure, uh, without being more specific, but it definitely got me. Like, I was not expecting it, and it was brutal. It and was just pretty kinda, cheap. Just kind of set the... Okay, <laughs> well, sure. Um, but I just love the, the claustrophobia of being trapped in the house and some of the weird... I was never sure, like, Goodnight Mommy is definitely similar to this film in that they're both... Psychological, and that you don't really know is this happening, is it not what's real, and similarly, there's a quote unquote twist that happens that uh I definitely saw coming, but I was invested enough in the atmosphere of the film uh that it didn't bother me that I saw the twist coming from a mile away um but I loved it I love the music. Well, it's not really a ton of music, but there's like really the music loud was like organs. Cool, stuff but it just
2: and... it sounded like just a generic horror score with like the strings and like I don't know, just it, it sounded definitely was very unique. very generic.
0: It, I thought it was effective, but yeah, yeah, I definitely could.
2: See I it liked being what the movie generic. was going for, and I thought it was like or hoping it was going to build to something amazing, but like the last half hour just really let me down and I was hoping it would just like go full on crazy and just like blow my mind and kind of save the movie. But it didn't, I was like, at least I was like intrigued or like, you know, on board with the movie the whole time. I didn't mm-hmm. really ever check out of it, but it made me like very annoyed, like at least halfway through and just kind of, I kind of kept that feeling the whole way. <laughs> I think the,
1: the just like the foundation of the, the who the characters are like the situation that they're in um pivotal moments where things aren't acknowledged or addressed or discussed that would 100,000% happen in real life you know it's like it felt like they um avoided those things at the expense of my ability to enjoy the the rest of it right like kind of the showier stuff um The atmosphere worked for me in a couple ways. I I was telling Travis on the way home, like the, um, um, you know, like the painting on the wall, the Virgin Mary and stuff like that. Yeah. Some of that stuff freaked me out, but, um, uh, but I didn't actually like some of the camera work, all those weird up close shots from like below the person's face, you know, I'm talking about those weird jaunty angles
0: mostly of Riley Keo yeah character.
1: yeah I didn't I didn't like them and they they didn't make me uncomfortable in like a cool interesting way I was just like I just want a different ankle I don't like this
0: yeah I, I mean I kind of what I kind of liked about the movie was the characterizations and that Riley keogh if you didn't know she was in the movie her character is like kind of shrouded in mystery because you see her like going out the back. Of a home, and you just see her hair. You see her through like uh, uh, a foggy, gla- yeah, like a fo- foggy glass. Um, and then when she finally does show up, like she gets into a car, and you see the back of her head, and it's like she finally turns around. And it's like, oh, she's not scary at all. But it, I think why I liked the movie and why I liked her performance, especially, is that I kind of felt like there was just a dark cloud following her around everywhere, and as you kind of get at the heart of like what happened to her and her current situation and the situation they find themselves in. I was just like, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I'm on board. Um, and I kind of like that. I think I'm with you, Travis. Like, I was expecting it to just be like kind of like hereditary, like the last 30 minutes of hereditary and the last thirty minutes of this are very different. Like they kind of go in opposite directions. Yeah. And I kind of like that it played with my expectations a little bit, but I could definitely see somebody being like, I think the people in my theater hated it. Definitely the guy sitting behind us hated it. Within the first five minutes, one of them was like, oh, God, this is going to be so fucking boring. Like, five minutes into the movie. And then I think two minutes later, that thing happened that we already discussed, like the crazy thing. And I'm pretty sure he's the one who screamed. But then the movie was out, the credits started, and that guy stands up and he's like, well, that fucking sucked. (laughs) 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 I don't think... There were some laughs at the end of it, too. Like, I think it made people uncomfortable. And I could definitely see someone feeling like it's stupid. So I don't think it it resonated with my I was chuckling
2: at the stupidity in the movie.
0: Yeah, I think I probably would have if I wasn't so invest like drawn in by the atmosphere. I think
2: Tom and I would have had a pretty good time if the theater was empty and we could have just riffed (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) We gotta,
1: yeah, we gotta get to spoilers because there were some moments that we need to.
2: Without spoiling it, any anything and everything involving a gun was so fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, I don't. I I mean, well, we'll get to it in a minute. I'm not sure what you're referring to i mean i know there's lots of gun stuff but anyway (laughs) okay well yeah let's uh let's go ahead and move into spoilers oh real
2: quick i will say that i would rather watch this movie than like hundreds and thousands of other movies you know but like it just didn't quite work for me but i'd still like rather watch this than like any like bad rom-com or like any other like schlocky horror movie because at least it's like trying to do something it just didn't fully quite work but sure. there's definitely some stuff there to like latch on to you
0: admire it's a tent
2: yes but you're like huh that's 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 cool of you <laughs> nice try bud <laughs> better luck next time
0: <laughs> yeah a for effort <laughs> um okay well let's drop some star ratings um i do have some minor quibbles with logic and stuff uh that kind of prevents it from being like a five banger for me but i'm going four and a half uh probably best movie of the decade. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lame joke. Uh two and two and a half for me.
0: Tom?
1: Two. Uh which is what I also gave the nun.
0: Mm. Oh man, that's brutal.
2: But you'd probably give this one the bump over the nun, right? Even though I haven't seen the nun, I'm just assuming
1: for like artistic um <clears throat> integrity. Probably yes, uh, but you're but the on, nun.
2: You're on flickchart. dot com. Which
1: one do you pick? It's a deep poll. For... Well, oh, I remember that one. I spent a lot of time. On that. <laughs> if I'm gonna rewatch a movie, I rewatch the nun. If I'm watching oh. a movie for the first time, I'm probably pick the lodge. I mean, with with uh, with someone who's watching it for the first time, yeah. I'll yeah. pick the lodge. I don't know.
0: See, I think.
1: You're just ranking it in the,
2: the history of movies. See, the thing
1: about The Nun is that I did actually laugh for the last 10 minutes. That that movie in a good way. has like one of those classic, you know, like a horror movie just doesn't know how to end. It turns into an action movie. You see way too much of the weird thing and it just becomes a joke.
0: See, I think if somebody asked me for like horror recommendations and I asked them what they like, if somebody told me that their favorite horror movies are like, the grudge Uh and i don't know the conjuring i guess i mean it's directly related to the nun but i would say yeah watch the nun if somebody told me their favorite horror movie was the eyes of my mother or something a little bit more obtuse and kind of uncomfortable i would say the lodge Mm. but definitely someone who's just like yeah i want to watch something scary like i think most people even people who are into horror at least some people who are into horror might not like this movie because it's not scary per se it made me feel really uncomfortable but it's not scary the nun is actively trying to be scary and i think fails but
1: i thought there were some scary parts in um in the lodge like for a while i was on board with being scared
2: yeah but i mean that that whole like atmosphere setting just kind of it doesn't do anything that. with
1: it it doesn't like escalate
2: it's just it's like naturally spooky to be in a dark like Lodge in the snow, like with no power. Like,
0: <laughs> well let's get into it. So spoilers for the lodge start now, so check the show notes. You can skip ahead if you don't want to be spoiled. Um let's talk about the gun thing. I'm curious what specifically okay. was stupid. So,
2: first of all, you see the gun like the first like minute of the movie. So Chekhov's gun, cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> wonder what's gonna happen with the gun later. And then the This might be even jumping ahead with the whole gun thing, but like (laughs) the dad giving her the code to the safe, like giving an unstable person access to a gun with your kids that like barely even know her. It just seems the whole scenario seems like ridiculous to begin with, but then the gun thing just adds a whole nother layer of. Ridiculousness. I, yeah,
1: I think leaving aside the scenario, which we will get to, the fact that, I mean, we're watching a horror movie. We know, like, what's going to happen, right? He's going to leave. Things are going to escalate. The fact that they couldn't find a better way to introduce the gun to the situation than him being like, all right, well, I got to leave. <laughs> um, here's the gun. You know, it was like, it was just so brutally, <laughs> I don't know, obtuse or something.
0: See, I had zero issues with that.
1: Really? I mean, he's I, leaving He's I leaving this woman funny.
0: with his kids around the middle of nowhere just in case... But we have the history happened. of
2: her. Like, it just seems weird.
0: I don't see... I don't think... I think the movie... There's, there's one way you can look at this movie, which is that idiot father brings his children to stay alone in an isolated cabin with a maniac. Mm. The other way you can look at it is... An innocent woman who's mentally ill has some sort of dissociative personality disorder is terrorized by two children for something that she has no responsibility for. Yeah. And she snaps and dissociates and bad shit happens.
1: Uh, here's the third way. <laughs> Clueless loser father uh, gets into a relationship with a woman he wrote a book about, a woman who clearly needs like deep and long therapy probably for the rest of her life. He then forces his kids to have an awkward social situation that they don't want to do in the first Christmas since their mother's death. And then he leaves them with this woman before they've even, like, broken the ice at all. That wasn't supposed to be a pun. (laughs) Um, Because apparently he has some serious job that we never know anything about, but we know he's a writer, so, like, really, you're on that strict of a schedule? Like, why do you need to... Go somewhere. Just fucking get out your laptop, dog.
0: Or whatever it is. Yeah, See, I mean.
2: Like, the way you're viewing the movie and, like, praising it, that's what I wanted to do. But, like, <laughs> it just didn't work. It it was, like, too silly or just too, like, convenient to get its point across in an effective way.
0: Yeah, I don't think the movie necessarily had any kind of point. I think, really, for me, it's just kind of an exercise in, like, psychological terror. And I watched it through that lens, and I was very entertained by it, and just disturbed. Like, I left the movie, and I was, like, I felt uncomfortable. Like, I thought it was really effective in that regard. Is it super easy to pick apart? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty more coming for the rest of the spoilers, (laughs) but... Um, the moment that we were alluding to that like freaked the fuck out of me was Alicia Silverstone shooting herself in the head after finding out the news that he's going to marry Riley Keogh's character. I don't know what I was expecting, but there I wasn't. Either, that.
1: But I was taking a sip of my Coca Cola. I was like, <laughs> I was not ready for her to blow her brains out.
0: It was brutal. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't that violent in the sense that there wasn't like brain chunks and you know, but it was a little splatter. It was. Very startling. I was it was very startling, fast. but it,
2: it didn't really like shock me because you could kind of like see it coming, even though it was like for shock value, just because of the way they set the character up. And I don't, know, I don't really feel like the movie earned that. Like you could put anyone blowing their brains out in the first ten minutes of the movie, and it's going to get some sort of shock value. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um... especially a, a known actor like that like i don't know it just seemed like too easy of a attempt to get some sort of shock sure
0: also what is going on with alicia silverstein this is the second movie where she's played fucked up mom character like because she wasn't killing of a sacred deer too
2: yeah i don't know that's just that's just her (laughs) lane
0: now she's Mm -hmm. just like crazy mom in psychological (laughs) horror movies um so that that startled me um and there's some like Sure, a lot of it is cheap. Like, there's a scene where it's dead quiet, and then all of a sudden, there's like this organ mm-hmm. music kicks in, and it's like so loud, definitely loud. At least in my theater. Very loud.
1: Yeah. Um, I jumped.
0: So the whole time, you're like, what's going on? Things, all the things disappear. And yeah,
2: oh, I do have- of the thing we can talk about that. Yeah, there's literally they're literally watching the thing which,
0: you know, is that a, you know, ridiculous. An easy homage to make given that it's like an isolated deep snow movie. What's going on? Who's the real?
2: But why even like bring attention to yourself like that? Like the thing is such a better movie than <laughs> Yeah, they're this. very different, but um, I know, but they're still There's one theme that's common that they're trying to go for, but The Thing obviously does it a lot better. And why would you watch The Thing with a little girl? Like, Obviously, she's not going to be into that. (laughs) Yeah. You guys want to watch something else? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
0: Obviously, there's logic issues with why would these kids go to these lengths to because the justification is that they're basically oh, yeah. avenging oh, their no, mother they took right? it
1: way too far
0: so far and they easily there were signs that yeah things were fucked like yeah their uh, life once was once danger
1: a gun she shows up crazy lady in the middle of the night yeah, or afternoon they did a pretty good job of like distorting the time of day which i think it comes at
2: night.
1: Yeah. But, like, he doesn't, no one even says, Hey, what's with the gun? You know, or, like, Hey, you know, when she comes back to herself and she's a little bit more normal, it's like, So where'd you put that gun?
0: At that point, nothing. You call it off. Like, Oh, yeah. I just woke up and she's standing in our room holding a gun.
1: Like, yeah, we're done with okay, the
0: joke. Maybe uh, we let this whole thing go. Cause that, that's the twist, which I did kind of see coming just based on how they were reacting when she was like, Where'd you put my stuff? And they kind of gave non-answers and were being very...
2: What are you talking about? Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're not as alarmed as she was by the fact that all her stuff was gone. But I think the movie does a good job because it makes you think she's responsible. Right. We hear you walking around at night. Like, they're clearly... Like, she, she'll
2: wake up yeah. on the floor Everyone's outside. seen Step Brothers. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think it does well in that regard in that you're like oh what's what's going on really clearly something's wrong with her but no i wasn't surprised when it turns out they were pranking basically but yeah by the by the time that they changed their mind and they tried to reveal it's a prank also they could have tried way harder to like reveal that it was all a prank they were just like no we were joking the whole time i didn't try to hang myself like do something be like here's your pills like they're right here like could have tried a little bit harder you know what i mean
1: Yeah. Oh, you you mean when they were just sitting in the attic for like a a half a day?
0: Yeah, hiding. Mm -hmm. And well, because she was also just sitting outside, like basically catatonic. Mm -hmm. And it's like, put the pills in front of her or something, Mm -hmm. you know. But basically by that point, she had gone. She was completely dissociative and she had gone basically reliving trauma where she was part of a religious cult and she thought she had to atone for her sins, but...
2: Yeah. Again, I like what it was trying to go for, but it just... It's a little too silly for you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the
1: stuff uh, also with the gun, like, not acknowledging it is one thing, but also she's, like, super limp and slow and weird at the end. Like, she doesn't seem... Like, you could just push her over and take the gun away, you know? Right, like, she wasn't capable yeah, like of she was in all these, like, vulnerable positions where I'm like, just take it away, you know? Like, the guy had his hands on her hands. It's like, dude, if you push to the left and lean right, I guarantee she will miss, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or just let you take it away or whatever. And so some of that was super frustrating. And then even the final scene, I'm like, I feel like I could just grab that thing right now. Uh... Uh, another thing was uh, oh man the wandering in the snow with the blanket scene and, and the climax of that that little act was a little interlude that was yeah the interlude maybe that that elicited some chuckles from me
0: you weren't a fan of the, the
1: symbolism the cross house with the dude in the window so
0: good <laughs>
1: just <laughs> peeking out hey yeah I'm not gonna try to hide anymore I'm right here Hello. Uh, Yeah, that was... He's not, like, menacing enough or something.
0: I did like, at the beginning, though, like, the found footage style thing where she was holding the camera. Oh, yeah, I was freaked out by that. Walking through all the the bodies with the blankets over Yeah, talk about
1: claustrophobia. I wanted to get out of there.
0: Yeah, pulling down. I'm assuming you guys didn't like the very, very end where she puts the tape on their mouths and it just kind of ends there. No. No. I thought it was an interesting way to end the movie. I mean, I don't think it was saying anything. I just whether we
2: see what the next few moments or not, like, I
1: don't think it made it a better or
2: worse ending.
1: Well, yeah, no, (laughs) I just supposed to think because they're now closest to the gun. Like, what's the most realistic scenario here? In my mind, it's like, they take the gun and they kill her. But that's not really what the movie seemed to be going for. It's like, oh, now they just die, I guess. Yeah. No. I thought the imagery also, of it was The son The really son die. I think
2: is supposed to be like older, like 17 or or something like that. He didn't really act 17. I don't think he was supposed to be 17. Mm,
0: I got like teenager like 15, 16 around there. Yeah, I was thinking 15. I don't know.
2: He acted too much of a child. I think he could have manned up a little bit more.
1: <laughs> I don't I mean, yeah, he could have overpowered her Powered her, but Yeah, yeah. where was the This is what I'm saying. Like, they they would win in a fight with her, the two of them. I'm pretty sure. It would be close. I don't think they were just going to die at the end, like, just give up and and whatever. If they had shown them being, like, converted over time or something... Well, and he should be a bit more mature,
2: too, to, like, know what kind of implications this may cause by, like, pulling a prank of this magnitude. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pretty, like master plan for them to like go through all this and stick with it it just seems weird for like an almost adult to be like plotting this with his younger sister in the midst of this tragedy and like it all is just like way too much i think to actually land
0: (laughs) oh none of it makes any logical sense like the whole like goodnight mommy had some issues with logic this whole movie is a logic issue right so i think what it comes down to is whether you can get past because usually i'm the guy that's like i know annoyed by that kind of shit we thought
2: for sure you would hate this movie
0: (laughs) i just maybe on a rewatch knowing how the movie plays out like i maybe i don't think this is the case but maybe the movie kind of conned me and, like, I was, fell in love with the atmosphere and kind of had blinders on and was like, oh, I don't care about all this logic stuff. Like, I'm so invested. Maybe now that I know what actually happens, I don't think that would be the case. But maybe now I would watch and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is all stupid. It makes no sense. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think that would be the case. But
1: So, um, what do you think was with the bowls at the end?
0: The bowls? Mm-hmm.
1: In front of the kids.
0: Oh, like what were they eating?
2: It looked like blood, mm-hmm. not beans, because it was just a liquid.
0: No, I think it was like a soup, blood, and like the, you know, when people eat the wine and the crackers that mm-hmm. communion or whatever. It looked like
2: a soup, though. It looked like a,
1: like a blood. Maybe it a blood it and looked like so. she was going to baptize, like a blood them in, consistency in their father's uh, blood. Yeah, that's the stupidest thing. That's
0: so random. It's his dead body propped up at the table. So stupid. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, even down to the gun, like, apparently there weren't – every chamber didn't have a bullet in it, right? Because she, she points the gun at herself. Yes. You hear the
1: click. Nothing we, happens. No indication of that. Every time they show the gun, you see – You see fully loaded. Like, they made that – they were so intentional about that. Why would – then they pull that stunt on you. the end. I actually, okay, there was half a second where I was like, did this movie really just do this? I thought she was go- she went click, and then she was going to turn around and be like, now who's getting pranked, you little fuck heads or something? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what is happening? But no, she was just crazy. Uh, and yeah, nothing special about it, except that it bothered me.
0: Yeah, and also, I mean, even down to like, if you ask me, I know this happens in plays a lot where people need to like be hung. How did he know how to come up with a rig to like hang, but not act? Because you do, you have to like hold a rope behind your back that's like connected to something, mm-hmm. so it looks like you're hanging, but you're not. Like he had the wherewithal to come up with that rig, but did not have the mental wherewithal to recognize the symptoms of her mental illness. Like she literally was like, "I need my pills," and he was like, "I don't fucking know, they're gone." the devil took them or whatever yeah (laughs) so
1: um i mean going back to the the model house thing it it also bothered me that the model house didn't really have anything to do with the story except to give you some creepy imagery
0: what no they literally the whole movie was in the house
1: well yeah it's in the house you know i get that but like but why you know it doesn't
0: that was how they planned it
1: so, yes, that's what I that's that was it. Like I had to go back in my memory and be like, "Oh, so when they were playing in the dollhouse before they left, they were plotting the whole thing."
0: Yeah, and then the dad sees it and he's like, "This is weird. I should go see what's going on."
2: But why would you need I mean, I, I it's for a stylistic choice, but like you don't really necessarily need like a an official like, you know, model to Enact this plan. Yeah, no, didn't, you don't. But didn't she's feel in integrated. Dolls, like, it
1: didn't feel integrated into the movie the way that it doesn't. Hereditary. I
0: felt it was more effective in this movie than Hereditary mm. because there's there were moments where I was like, "Is this the dollhouse?" Especially the first one where she yeah. like uh, her face, Alicia Silverstone's face, like looks in through the window. Like you don't know it's a dollhouse at first, and um, I don't. I don't love the dollhouse stuff in Hereditary. Not that I love it in this movie, but just thematically. Both on a plot level and just the, like, uncanny nature of it, I thought was effective. Hmm. I don't know. I liked it.
1: Fair enough.
2: But again... It was fine. But yeah, it, we'd just seen it in Hereditary, so it's kind of annoying to see it again so soon.
0: <laughs> I think maybe if I knew for sure how old Jaden Martell's character was supposed to be, maybe that would either... Because if he's, like, 17, I would be like, No. Uh. Uh-uh. But if he's supposed to be like 14 or something. I mean, that's probably still a little too old, but I don't know.
1: She's also I think too old to be playing with dolls the way that she is. Do
0: you think so? She's only like I think she's like seven, 11 or eight years old. What? Yeah.
2: Really?
1: Yeah. She's like 11 or 12. I'd say she's in the, so. the
2: 10 to 12 range.
0: Really? That's the impression you got. Yeah. Let me see how old the actress is. It's uh, Leah McHugh. So she played Mia, and she does not have her age listed on IMDb. But she has been working only since 2016. What's her name? Uh, Leah, L-I-A, McHugh, M-C-H-U-G-H. It says how old it says what she her birth name is but she's 12. She's 12 now. Yeah. So I guess she would have been like 9 or 10 probably when this was made. Probably. Okay. Then yeah, maybe she maybe she was. I guess a 10-year-old girl probably wouldn't be playing with dolls the same way but
1: I don't know, probably depends on the girl and yeah. the family. Anyway, she was just like her character was too her character was too adult in some ways and, and very childish in others, and I I thought that was confusing.
0: Yeah. All right. I don't really have much else to say on it. Anything else you guys and, want to mention about it?
2: No, not really. No. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> Better luck next time.
0: I don't know. I'm curious to see what these... this. Uh, I don't know if they're a couple or if they filmmaking partners. they walking or on what? thin ice. Dude, I love me. Good Night Mommy goodnight mommy is huge did you see goodnight mommy mm-hmm. you liked it right yeah
2: yeah what a joke that movie's pretty <laughs> fucked up
0: though less fucked up than this movie no m- more fucked
1: up than this movie it's pretty fucked up
0: yeah. the like her mouth shut and stuff like yeah ugh. movie's icky
1: yeah it is an icky one but oh. there was like weird um forest scenes that i remember liking mm-hmm. I, I, I think i prefer the lodge over goodnight mommy
2: Really? Mm-hmm. You just
0: gave this a two and a half, and you liked it I think more I gave than Good Night,
2: Mommy. Probably like a
0: two. Oh man, you gotta get that rewatching.
2: No, because like on a on a visual <laughs> level, I did like this movie quite a bit, but everything else was just so stupid.
0: People on Letterbox hate this movie. It's got an average right score of like so. three point two or something. I thought people loved this thing. Maybe it was just the, the film festival
1: hype or something. But, Maybe yeah. people got to feel justified in there attendance at a film festival
0: paying thirty dollars to see it at a festival mm-hmm. in the middle of fucking nowhere colorado
1: yep it uh, was amazing nowhere Fest. <laughs> a revelation
0: <laughs> <clears throat> all right cool well that's the lodge let's go ahead and move on to what we've been watching um i saw quite a few new releases i don't know how much do you guys have
2: um i watched a bunch of stuff but i probably won't talk about the majority of it
0: well like criteria criterion stuff or just uh,
2: um, just random shit just a lot of bad stuff to be honest
0: I wish I could like live inside your brain to find what your thought process is for picking some of the stuff that you watch mm. like how you prioritize it because I look at what you log mm. and I'm like why, <laughs> why that <laughs> Tammy and the T-Rex what
2: uh, yeah good question um,
1: <laughs> the man's only human
2: but yeah, you can start, Matt.
0: Uh, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: Gotta go fast.
0: Yeah. I saw it with uh, Paris, friend of the show. Mm. Um, It was okay. I think I rated it a three. It was- Not
2: as good as Detective Pikachu? No.
0: I like Detective <laughs> Pikachu. I thought that movie was decent. I gave Detective Pikachu like a three and a half, and I gave this movie a three. But
2: that's like at least a one-star like Pokemon bump, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: It was for me. It was like a one and a half star Pokemon Jesus.
0: (laughs) I liked it. Um, The thing with Sonic is that it's very much a kid's movie. So the bright spots, uh, I like the way they model Sonic. Like I, as much as I wish I could have seen the original version of this movie with the fucking beady eyed, like weird Sonic. uh, They did a good job with the character. Um, Jim Carrey is awesome. He is like, going 110 mm-hmm. percent just crazy nice <laughs> and it's it's a good time he made me laugh uh his character is does like, he have uh, a
2: decent amount of screen time
0: yeah he's in it a fair amount yeah and but bare bones plot like there's barely anything going on in this movie sonic needs to escape eggman that's the movie <laughs> and uh james Morrison character kind of gets roped into it because like yeah, it's kind of sweet because Sonic is like really lonely because he can't. He had to flee his home world because of his power. Like every mm-hmm. his like m- the matronly figure in his life is like a wise owl. Some owl is just like Sonic. There's always gonna be people who want you for your power. Canon. You Are need you to run. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and then like a bunch of echidnas like come and try and kill Sonic, so he has to flee his home world and then that's how he winds up on earth and he literally lives in green hills montana which is a reference to uh the first zone in the Sonic, the first sonic game and he just can't interact with people so he like just lives in a cave and like watches people so like he has a relationship with james martin Martin he was like a cop because he like Watches movies with them through their window. He's just like creeping behind him and his girlfriend watching movies, and uh, eventually he gets emotional, and it causes like an energy blast, and that's how Doctor Robotnik comes on the scene. Jim Carrey's character, and then from there it's just set piece after mm. set piece shenanigans, dumb kitty jokes. But mm. I thought it was kind of fun. I don't know. I don't have much attachment to the character. I like I was never a Sega person. I really only ever played Sonic. Like at friend's houses there's, there's no, no
1: tales, is there
0: um no comments. what I will say <laughs> is that there are two post-credits stingers
1: okay so set up, set for, up I will say that for a sequel <laughs> got it um
2: did this movie even make any money oh I made a ton
0: of movie ton of movie
2: ton of money <laughs> really <laughs> yeah Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, it's doing really well. Um, I, ki- Kids will love it, I think. I mean, it's been out for a week now. Um, do kids
2: even know who Sonic is?
0: Yeah, there's been a... Like, Sonic is a really popular property. There's, like, multiple TV shows and stuff, too. Like, animated cartoons and shit. Hmm. Merchandise. Like, yeah. He's not as big as Mario, but... Yeah. I mean, he's a big... He's one of the most recognizable video games. I thought game Sonic I pretty like. much
2: died when the sega genesis did Mm-mm. uh in the it video
0: game world but no there was like sonic adventure like those games i did really not really realize he good. took
2: on a life after oh yeah oh yeah
0: huge sonic is huge um it was fine you can go see it but you don't need to rush out or anything maybe wait until you can rent it
1: i will never see it <laughs> not on. even
0: after that ringing endorsement
2: vinny will want to see it in a few years oh, he'll love
1: it yeah Nice. <laughs> if I ever watch it, it will be for Jim Carrey.
0: He's great, and Ben Schwartz is good as Sonic. I like him. I like his voice. He did, gives a good. He does a good Sonic. John, uh, and John it did Ralphia? make me chuckle. Hmm?
1: John Raphael? Yes, he plays John Ralphio, <laughs> it, Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I remember what was bothering me from the launch. No, remember at the top of the oh, show. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I was hanging out with uh, our mutual friend Zach hmm. and Andrew friend of the pod, uh, on Friday. And Zach said that cheer was reality TV. And I said, no, it's not, it's not reality TV. It's a docu-series. And he said, same thing. And I became upset. And Andrew weighed in to agree with Zach because he will argue any point as long as it is interesting (laughs) or fun. Um, so I wanted to know what you guys thought. Is reality TV the same as a documentary or a docu series? And if not, why not?
0: Hmm. I don't think it's reality TV because of the like limited nature of it. Like, it's a lot more. Deliberate in its when I think construction.
2: reality TV. I think some sort of game aspect.
1: I said that too, and then he was like, "But isn't aren't there sports and documentaries?"
2: But that's not.
1: I know. Like an I. I mean, it's a game, but it's a sport. I know. And I'm on your side.
0: They're technically not wrong because it is television.
1: But they're full of shit
0: because if you say
1: reality. reality TV and then you show somebody a documentary they're going to say what the fuck I are you
0: totally about? believe that <laughs> Andrew was being the contrary but as soon as but. you
1: involve a camera
2: are these um genuine you know are these emotions and reactions and in interviews all genuine when there's a camera involved mm-hmm. cuz they know they're being filmed they know they're going to be on Netflix so I don't know. I could see it go either way. Yeah,
0: but is the Jinx reality TV? You know?
2: No, I think that's just a straight-up documentary series.
0: Yeah. It is it is actually a pretty interesting conversation, I guess, but...
2: Well, no. like, the Kardashians is considered reality TV, and there's no game aspect to that.
0: Yeah, and also, like, Ice Road Truckers, Deadliest <laughs> Catch, yeah. Honey Boo Boo. Like, it's just f- cameras following around the family. So in that sense... I don't know maybe it's probably just because this is good and reality TV I associate with being bad.
1: I think there's I, I, mm, I think there are differences. I don't know how to articulate them, but a documentary or docu series tells a story. you know it has like a beginning, middle and end. and you can't say that there's editing because there's editing in both, right Right, right. but reality TV seems to exist only for itself. Whereas a documentary is like capturing something that exists outside of, you know, like it exists no matter what, right? There's always going to be cheer or uh, junior college football or whatever. But there's not going to be people going to an island and voting each other off for a million (laughs) dollars.
0: Right. But the other side of that coin is the Kardashians existed before keeping up. We kept up with them. Oh, we sure have. We just <laughs> pointed cameras at them, and but that is definitely reality TV. And this is definitely yeah. But there's no
1: story you're telling. You're just following celebrities.
0: Is it though? I've never watched it.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're, I think they're like maybe episode by episode, there are little plots.
0: Yeah, but it's like the plot is like, oh
2: going to get their nails
0: North <laughs> Northwest is having a birthday party. Yeah, exactly. What's Kanye
2: gonna do
1: when yeah. someone drops the cake or yeah. like you know, like <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. I'm not at all surprised that Andrew took Zach's sides in that con- in that conversation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The side he knew was wrong, but had a seductive <laughs> element. Yes. <laughs> Um, all
0: right. Well, do you want to talk about Cheer? Because I'm, I'm done with Sonic.
1: Mm, yeah. Uh, Cheer was great. I loved it. Uh, six episodes went by very quickly. Mm-hmm. I was really worried because all of a sudden we were like two weeks from the final event. And I was thinking, well, how are we going to do this? And then I realized. Short. Uh, better than Last Chance You, I will stake my claim that it's better. Definitely better than some uh, some seasons and slightly better than probably like season one which i think was my favorite season of last chance you
0: yeah
2: so it's better than every season
1: yeah but like some by a mile and some maybe it's kind of close but the difference is and sarah pointed this out in last chance you you know all the all the guys are like just overflowing with testosterone. They're always angry. They get into these ridiculous fights. They're swearing at each other. It's so contentious. Everything is like a fight. And with cheer, it's way more supportive and inclusive. And like people are encouraging each other and, you know, giving each other hugs. And, you know, uh, I mean, there's a little bit of of the competition element too, but mostly it's like really, really... Positive reinforcement amidst like a common struggle, and that was way more emotionally uh, connecting for Guys me. Guys
2: of Last Chance, you were looking out for each other, though. I get what you're saying. Sometimes I just gotta to, to
1: defend some it. to some degree, <laughs> but sometimes it's just like them against the coach or what. I mean, right. the, the sideline conversations in Last Chance, you. Somebody's out with an ankle injury, or that, or they got taken out the field because they're fighting with the coach. And their buddy comes over and he's like, "So fucked up, man. The coach is such an asshole." And the other guy be like, "Yep, last then, chance. I gotta, gotta go back up. in, you know." And that's it. But it's more one note, like then. I mean, it's just like these guys who don't know how to talk about their feelings or anything, you know. And then in cheer, it's more like, "Hey, you got this. You did so good earlier, you know. You, you're gonna come back around or." or whatever trust in trust in the coach or uh, i don't know just they're they're much more articulate and uh, still really really interesting characters really interesting backstories that were powerful
0: yeah i feel like the backstories in sheer maybe a little bit more interesting cuz in last chance you it's like okay well this week we're going to profile the kid who's from Compton and he escaped a life of of being in gangs and stuff and it's like once like every season there's a player who has that story you know what i mean and there, obviously there's nuances to it everyone's story is unique but in sheer there are characters that came from that background like the one that jumps to mind is um i'm a couple weeks removed now but is ladarius his name yeah the one who uh the one from florida yes the one from florida um there's a moment since you haven't seen it yet travis i won't spoil it but Please don't. They they profile like his relationship with like his brother and stuff. Mm. And in the last episode, there's a moment Oof. with the Oof. brother, and I was like, God damn it! Like that's like poetic. Like it's it's just editing, right? Like they yeah. they set it up earlier in the story, but it was like the the punch that packed was so good. And like Lexi, mm-hmm. she's kind of shy. She's really talented, and she doesn't really feel like she fits in. But it's like you root for her. Because you know she's smart, and you know she's capable of doing great things. Ultimately, you then. root
1: for all of them. Yeah. You know? Like, some are are clearly way more charismatic and easily lovable than others. Like Jerry. Jerry. Oh, the my best. God. best. Jerry is like the Hurley of Lost, or the <laughs> whatever his name was from Survivor. That you know cr- who he Crazy reminds- guy with black beard. Oh, Rupert. Rupert.
0: You know who? I don't know if you guys are familiar, but you guys know who Ron Funches is?
1: Oh, Ron
0: Funches. Sounds familiar. Jerry kind of reminded me of Ron Funches. Okay. Just in their personality and like their laughs.
1: I, yes. Sarah was like, (laughs) as soon as we saw Jerry, I think they do a profile for him in the second episode. And Sarah was like, does Ellen know about this guy? She needs to know about this guy. <laughs> and then uh, we were watching, we were on like episode four and somebody said, did you see that Jerry was on Ellen? And she's like, oh, I knew it. We have to finish. And then second we finished it, she's like, okay, I'm putting it on YouTube. We're watching this Ellen clip right now. <laughs> it was funny.
0: Very good
2: show though. Very, Very emotionally. Oh uh, man.
1: I loved it. Like, I thought it was pretty much, pretty much perfect. So
2: I'm assuming season two will be in the works. I actually... Maybe same school, maybe different school? I don't think so. I think they'll do something different. The documentary crew? Mm-hmm. Or the creators? This
1: season was so like perfect in, in the way so that... The, the same people
2: did all the seasons of Last Chance U, and then now they did Cheer, right? I
0: don't think it's all of the same people. I think Last okay. Chance U is two people, like creative heads, directors, and I think Cheer is one of them. Okay. But it looks visually, it's very similar. The way it's constructed, I'm just wondering,
2: like, are we gonna get a Last Chance U season five? I think I'm sure they're gonna keep four seasons, right? Of Last Chance U, yeah. Last Chance U,
0: it's a lot easier to do that because there are plenty of football programs where they could like get some drama out of it. Yeah, this cheer program, it's like. Couple schools. Yeah, like this is the top school. Like I guess they could okay. profile the other. School they could go do Trinity like, Valley. Yeah,
1: but that coach seemed kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, but they profiled him a little bit already. Like yeah. they could. I would not be surprised if they did a se- a second season, but I wouldn't expect it. It's I been probably, pretty popular, right? That's like, what I was. Just everyone's talking about it. Yeah, so. maybe Netflix will be like, "Well, we got green light another one." because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Good shit.
1: Hmm.
0: Did you watch anything else, Tom?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I saw a couple things. I saw um, Peanut Butter Falcon.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw that you loved it. Mm-hmm. First time watch, right?
1: Yeah. Sarah and I watched it together. Really liked it. Very sweet movie. Yes. Uh, best hug of 2019. Hugs. Mm. Uh, Gotta hear your... Uh, is it now? What? Your rewatch of... Uh... Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, we rewatched Brad Astro last night, or I rewatched and Sarah watched for the first time. So her review is, um, I don't care about anything in this movie. (laughs) Why should I care? This is so boring. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Yeah, basically that. Mm. Harsh. It is a boring movie. Uh, Second time around, I was like, whew. Maybe this was too soon. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I loved it on I don't think rewatch. it's boring. I I
2: it's a little slow, but I'm never really I was never like full on board. Yeah.
1: Even like I, the- I get what I get what she's saying. <laughs> the car chase, moon, or moon, uh, the lunar car scene. I was yeah. like, okay. Buh, 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 buh. I think. you <laughs> See,
0: I could totally see Sarah not liking it though, because I don't see her being interested in like those set piece moments. And I could see her being like, right, because we needed another movie about daddy issues and masculine, toxic masculine. <laughs> like, we needed another one of these. Like, I could see her just being. Actually, totally she was just like,
1: I don't like space. <laughs> She doesn't like any space movies. Ooh,
0: that's how Haley was. But she likes speaking of Kadastro.
2: space. There was one like shotter moment in the lodge that almost looked like she was on the moon, and it looked amazing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Out or, on the ice when she on, like wakes. She's in the snow, but like the snow is super lit. But. The background is like pitch dark. Yes, behind her. Yeah, yeah. So like it literally looks like she's on the moon. I thought that was awesome.
0: <laughs> that was a. Dr- that was part of a dream she was having, right? Or like a like a lucid.
1: Are you talking about when she when they first arrive at the lodge. No, it's
2: later in the movie when okay. she's like wanders out into the snow and she's like laying down on the snow. I think she might have the, a blanket
1: around oh. her. I loved that part. She also uh, brushes away some of the snow and that fish kind of swims away underneath the ice. Mm. That was great.
0: Oh, directly underneath the ice. Mm. I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be a fish. or. Anyway, we don't need to yeah, sorry. retredge the but, lodge. But yeah. Very um, cool.
2: Very cool shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what about you on a rewatch? You didn't, did you not like it as much? Or you're? Still... I still think
1: it's a, a beautiful movie with mm. powerful ideas but the emotional connectivity i don't remember how i felt about it the first time around but i really wasn't i mean i think it, is
2: weak that's my big problem like
0: the last like 15 ish minutes or do you yeah. literally mean like the return trip
2: the well the return trip is pretty weak but then just the the stuff with timely jones i think is kind of anticlimactic Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of the point of it but (laughs) yeah i think it is
1: i had my complaints last time about him like you know rocketing through the meteor field with his shield and how he does that kind of weird how he does it in like eight seconds and then he's through a (laughs) meteor field that you can see from space but um (laughs) but no and second time still bad it actually looked even cheesier the second time when he comes hurtling at the at the camera from like he gets so much fucking boost off that spinning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going like a thousand miles an hour, oh, yeah. <laughs> crashing through rocks, and then they don't explicitly say that his like his jet boosters are low or anything like that. So I don't know why, but he just like zooms at that spaceship and just crashes against it mm-hmm. so hard. I'm like, did you have one? last boost or like what why didn't you just go a little bit slower uh anyway enough about it um yeah i don't know i think i felt the same way about it second time around i felt the first time
0: fair enough All right
1: but you're right about uh, well another thing i'll say about sarah is that uh she's usually really really good at like predicting movies but When you watch a space movie, it kind of comes with the territory that you're going to get maybe a third of the dialogue that you would get in a normal movie. Because that's just the tone that they set. And so everything that is said is like critical dialogue. So there were lots of times where she was pausing and she was like, what? (laughs) Like when the baboon showed up and I was like, oh, they mentioned it's a like a biomedical research Research, facility and animal research She's like, what? What? okay, whatever, you know, but like, I don't know. I just naturally listen to the, for that stuff. So it makes more sense. She was confused like four or five times during the movie. Cause I think she just wasn't
0: was checked out. Not-
1: yeah. Something's coming in over a radio. I don't care. Like, give me two people talking face to face. Gotta have those subtitles on. Uh, yeah. I guess I so. like a little <laughs> booklet on the left. It's like, this is why this is happening. Hmm.
0: Uh I saw Fantasy Island and it's fucking horrible. <laughs> Garbage. I gave it 1 stars. Worse than anything I saw last year. Ouch. I don't remember what Fantasy Island is. Uh well the proper title is Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. It stars Lucy Hale and Michael Peña, my favorite is in there. He's like the <laughs> the ringleader of this fantasy getaway. It's so 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 stupid like there's a late game twist that happens that was made no sense and just kind of invalidated what was already a horrible experience it's not it's so poorly written so stupid all the characters I could not wait for them to die it made no sense it looked fine like the production value was there you know but performances across the board garbage It was abysmal.
2: I had no interest. I don't even know if I saw a trailer, to be honest.
0: I thought it might... It had potential to be... I knew it was going to be bad, but I thought it might be bad in the right way. Yeah. And it was not.
2: Like, kind of fun, but... Yeah. It was not. Not Not fun
0: at all. all. It was a slog. (laughs) Horrific, horrific Did you see that with Haley? Yeah. We saw that the day after Valentine's.
2: So who dragged who... She dragged me. Okay. She wanted to see it. <laughs>
0: um, she also, you know, her expectations were similar to mine, where she's like, eh, "It could be fun." Yeah. Uh, nope, it was garbage. Um, I also saw Horse Girl, which you kind of mm.
2: briefly talked about last time. I don't know if I actually talked about it on the show. I think I'm. I think forgot you said you. It. Saw I think I it. talked about it before we recorded, and then I don't think I brought it. Oh, up Oh, then you brought it back up.
0: You want to talk about it a little bit? You? You? I don't gave really it remember. The same score as me. I mean
2: yeah i didn't really care for it too much uh i, I like allison brie but i i don't really like this director's movies there's just something about him that i just don't really care for
0: i was looking i don't think i've seen any of his movies because i get like i
2: watched the little hours even though i didn't really. Like i watched this. about 30 minutes of it it goes nowhere i didn't like it there's like no plot in that movie in it's little just hours. like it's just like 90 minutes of jokes in that setting yeah. do you find that funny or not <laughs>
0: <laughs> um horse girl is a movie that I found myself wanting to like the whole time I was watching it because I was like yeah. this is kind of interesting I like Allison Brie but the movie doesn't really go anywhere and when it eventually does like the last like 25 minutes or so are really dumb and just bizarre and I was like, why? This is where the movie is choosing to go? You know what I mean? I was like...
2: Yeah. yeah I was It has in... an intriguing premise. And, like, the first 30 minutes or so, you're on board. But as it plays on, it just kind of loses its steam. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's like, ultimately... I, even by the end of it, I was like... It's one of those movies where I was like, I don't know what the point of this thing was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not it's on a plot level it's not that interesting on a character level it's kind of well-worn territory uh I, I was just like why why did, was this movie made i don't really get what the point of the whole thing was you know what i mean like there wasn't like some message that i was like thought i was supposed to get
2: yeah they t- entertainment value tried is to not go really for there. something but i don't think it really works <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Kind of a mess. It's a messy movie. I would not recommend it. Yeah. I think we both gave it a two and a half. If I remember, that's what you gave it to.
2: It's about as high as I would, I would go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and then I think I saw one other new release. No, I, no Sonic Horse Girl Fancy Island. Um, I think that's it for me.
2: Either of you nerds watch uh, Lego Masters?
0: No, I saw it's a thing, but.
1: You don't care? No. Is this a TV show about people who build things out of Legos? Yeah.
0: It's a competition,
2: right? Yeah.
0: A competition show?
2: Yeah. Uh, Will Arnett is the host. I've been watching it. Uh, we just watched the second episode before you guys came over. Hmm. It's pretty good so far. Pretty entertaining. I mean, it's like your run-of-the-mill reality TV, but at least it's not like singing.
0: <laughs> Why would you watch that when you could be watching Love Island, which is the greatest show? It's a good
2: question, but I don't know. Something about Lego Masters was uh, appealing to me. (laughs) Legos are cool. Everyone likes Legos, right? Oh, except I found out that the plural version of Lego is Lego. So
0: what did you think it was? Legos?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: But they, they make a point on the show that that is incorrect. It's so just Lego. You, you shouldn't say, going to go play Legos. Right. Well, I don't care whoever said that. I'm still going to fucking <laughs> yeah, say that. Yeah, that's yeah. Anyways, it's pretty fun. Um, Will Arnett is kind of corny, but then for every like five corny jokes he makes, he makes a pretty funny one. Uh, he likes to make a mockery of the whole reality TV. Like He'll make fun of like, oh, we're going to do a dramatic cut to commercial right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's cool. It's just competition uh, based, like you know, rounds and people get eliminated and stuff. The personalities aren't that great, but the whole you, you watch it for the Lego creations. That's that's the bread and butter Some of the pretty show. pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Um. Movie wise, let's see. Speaking of Blumhouse, I watched uh, the Boy Next Door, the J Lo movie. Why? I mean, come on. Just because of J Lo. Yeah. <laughs> i didn't realize blumhouse did that though i was surprised when i saw oh. his name was attached what year
0: did that come out like 2015
2: yeah i think that's when he was just
0: early blumhouse planting
2: a seed everywhere yes yeah. <laughs> didn't matter just put his name on anything uh, really bad like just schlocky thriller but uh jayla's good in it and she's pretty hot but nice that's the only reason to watch it really the whole story or like it, it reminds me of like it almost reminds me of like the 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 twist in Ma like oh this is the reason why she's like this Um, or any of those other schlocky thrillers Um, watch Child's Play new
0: one or the new one okay
2: you saw it right yeah
0: yeah I saw it in theaters
2: didn't really like it
0: (laughs) no I remember being I think I gave like a two and a half or something like that it was
2: I know I just used this word but it was just like a schlocky horror movie and I don't think it really did much with... Like, I don't know. I just don't think it's, like, a clever remake. It would make sure it's an updated version of Chucky, but...
0: I like the idea of it, but they didn't do anything interesting with it. No. Like, in, a, a Chucky connected to, like, all of your home entertainment. Like, everything, like, can have control. Who the fuck would do
2: that? It's <laughs> just <is> really dumb <laughs> idea, yeah. Well, and, like, there's clearly warning signs early on, but yet like it still sticks around or like people aren't keyed in on it it's just um pretty disappointing but i guess uh, mark hamill did some pretty good voice acting i think that's the yeah
0: he does a fine job as the shining as star of the movie <laughs> uh
2: oh i watched where where'd you go bernadette
0: oh yeah that's streaming somewhere now right yeah, amazon hulu. or hulu
2: yeah it was okay it kind of reminded me of uh the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Visually and just kind of the tone and feel of it. Hmm.
0: That movie was okay. Secret Life yeah. of Walter Mitty.
2: This is also okay. <laughs> uh, I watched Hidden Figures as well. Have you guys seen
0: that? No, that's the no. women NASA NASA? movie, right?
2: Yeah. It was decent. It's pretty run-of-the-mill like what you would expect, but it, it's cool that these, I mean, that's the whole point of the movie is like to give these women some sort of spotlight. Even though I figured out afterwards that this was pretty like, um, what's it called? Like not very accurate. Like they just like you Fastened know fast and loose with the facts. Yeah, just to make a cohesive story about these three women. Like these in the in the movie, they're like they're shown as like friends and they work closely together, but I think in real life they didn't really have any sort of connection at all, but they, so they fabricated all of this for the movie. Oh, sure. Um, but yeah, it, it was decent. Um, that's about it. I Nothing really. Oh, I rewatched maps to the stars and still hated it. That's like one of my least favorite Cronenberg. Cronenberg
0: movies. I haven't <laughs> seen that one. I am so curious. I saw, I saw Cosmopolis and was not a huge fan. Of it this. has
2: that kind of tone, but I like, I probably like this even less than Cosmopolis and I don't, I think that's that stage of his career. I don't, I think he was just maybe trying something different or <laughs> just ran out of ideas, but was still wanted to put, I don't know. I, I just think that's like a weird point of his career, a low point.
0: Yeah. He's uh, basically post Eastern promises. It's like weird shit. Like, he did that movie with, uh, it was about, like, Freud
2: oh, yeah. and some others. Oh, yeah, A other Dangerous s- Method? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Keira Knightley and Fassbender and... I can't remember the other guy. Was it Hugh?
0: No, I don't think so. A Dangerous Method, right?
1: Hugh Anthony Hopkins.
0: I don't think it's... It's somebody famous. Vigo, of course. Vigo. It's Vigo.
1: Uh,
2: Is that even
0: good? Did? did you see it?
2: I have not seen that one, but I'm curious. Yeah. It's probably better than Maps of the Stars. Um I am very curious to see his son's new movie though. I've been hearing some crazy things about it. What's it called? Uh
1: I forget. Walter Cronenberg? <laughs> what?
2: Did you ever see Antiviral by his son? No, I've. it's been on my Netflix queue for like five years or some shit. I think I watched a, a trailer of it and it looked gnarly. Like just something that just kind of gross. Not not something that I would want to watch. I love it. <laughs> uh, Possessor. Look at this imagery. Doesn't this make you want to watch this, Matt? Oh, I have <laughs> seen that. I've seen that image. Yeah, mm, that looks rad. I don't like that. Looks pretty gnarly. Give it, it looks, to me. When's that come out? I think it just came like hit Sundance. So, oh, who knows? a like couple years. No, I'm assuming someone will pick it up <clears throat> and release it. Maybe a Maybe neon. neon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new A24. Hey, after all that money they made from Parasite, hell yeah.
0: Well, they're gonna make a Killing Off the Lodge. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Is that it for you? I think so. Yeah. Tom, do you have
1: anything else? Mm. No, but next time I should be able to report on season four of uh, Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, very excellent TV show.
0: I should watch it. I watched season one and.
2: Oh, so you went right in after uh, your Breaking Bad rewatch, or no?
1: Oh, I'd already watched all those.
2: Right, but didn't you just season
1: four just came on Netflix? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm I'm like halfway through episode one. I see.
2: I watched, I think, the first season or two of Better Call Saul. It was good, but I just stopped for whatever reason.
0: Some people now are saying it's better than Breaking Bad.
2: Yeah, I've heard people say that, but. The jokers. I'd have to find out for myself, I guess. <laughs>
0: um, also, you finished uh, Bojack, Tom. Huh?
1: Have I not talked about that on the show? Mm-mm. You did, because mm. I finished and you were like, no spoilers. Mm, yeah.
0: You finished it. Were you satisfied with um, how it ended?
1: Very satisfied. Yeah. Um, that show goes some places. I loved it. I loved the way that they handled the last few episodes. I loved the weirdness of it. Um, Yeah. It did me right. <laughs> I, think, I think it did its characters right, too.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway, I thought I'd check in. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it. This might be our shortest episode ever. What's the We're at like minute and 17. Once we cut out some of the stuff, we might be and coming sweet. in at a minute, and a minute and 15. hour and 15. All right. Well, next time we record, Onward. Are you guys cool to do that?
1: Yeah, I guess so. We've I'm done not, every Pixar movie. I'm not movie. excited to see it, though.
0: I think it looks good. I've been hearing some
2: good things about it. It'll be solid. I saw a
1: five-star review yeah. for it today that that's said the, that it was the least frozen for boys
2: oh yeah all right
0: i'm on board
1: i'm not there's also
0: (laughs) there's also the invisible man which
1: i'd rather watch that (laughs) go
0: okay well maybe we'll do the invisible man for the show and then travis and i can see onward are you interested in onward or are you also yeah
2: yeah more so than the invisible man
0: i think invisible man's probably gonna be bad Mm mm-hmm yeah it just looks stupid. It just seems like a stupid idea for a movie, right? Well,
2: I mean, yeah. it's been done before.
0: Yeah, Hollow Man.
2: Yeah, Hollow Man 2.
0: For the best, yeah. <laughs> oh, also that new
2: Ben Affleck movie, The Way Back. Now,
1: oh, yeah. I will never watch that.
2: Dude, the trailer though with that Bonnie Bear song. Dude, it pretty looks pretty like the most
1: generic. Mm-hmm.
0: It looks. Movie effort. Very, very sentimental and, like, kind of Oscar-baity. Even though it's early in the year, it's just like. It also
1: feels like a PR stunt for Ben Affleck. Well, I am. Please con- like me again. <laughs> I am he's kind leaning of. Leaning into his alcoholism.
0: Yeah, I read a profile <laughs> on the New York Times about him. And that guy is like, seems like he's c- kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. I always just seen he it, The that broke him, dude. I just assumed that he was just, you know, <laughs> just a guy who had famous ex-wives and just did whatever the fuck he wanted. But no, he's got some uh, inner demons. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It looks like it might be okay. I'm not a big fan of a uh, director. He did Warrior. I mean, if I lost Warrior, I'd but.
2: probably turn to alcohol too.
0: Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> Jay, it was Jay Garn that he was uh, most upset about. Mm.
1: Yeah, didn't he do I mean, a that, uh, that, that one too? <laughs> revealing interview, uh, bear everything interview like a week ago.
0: Yeah, that's the New York Times profile.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. There you go.
0: Yeah,
2: he buried everything. Yeah, <laughs> he did in Gone Girl.
0: Does he hang Don in Gone Girl? For Don I mean, Girl, it's
2: <laughs> you gotta be it's quick on the pause oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's there, though.
1: (laughs) Interesting.
0: All right. Well, anyway, so it's up in the air. Probably onward. Maybe Invisible Man. We'll see. But uh, anyway, that's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, If you have any questions, shoot us an email. Tinfilesdigest at gmail.com. Like us on social media. Tell your friends. Everything helps. We appreciate it. We will be back. Thanks for listening.
1: Adios. I